Yo, 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 yo. This is episode nine of Indigo's Corner. Indigo's Corner. We have another special guest in the building. Um, his name, he goes by Chi Fai Chi. I believe I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Okay. Funny story. <laughs> the um first time I think I ever met you was um, I think it was in the Vista. It was a, a, a pop-up shop. And I like I read your name and I saw it. I was like, I don't want to fuck this up. So I'm going to wait for somebody else to say his name. And then I'm going to say it. And the entire yeah. night, nobody said your name. So <laughs> Yeah, like they, people either <laughs> people either call me um, by my like social media handle, Chi Fa Chi uh, mm-hmm. or Chi, which is a short version of my full name, which is Chi Diabere. Chi Diabere is my full first name. And then, yeah, I go by Chi, Chi Di, Chi Diabere. Chief Achi, however y'all want to put it, just whatever. I got you. Well, let's get into your background, man. Where are you from? Well, my parents are from uh, Nigeria, Oweri, Nigeria. I was born in Denver, Colorado, but moved down to South Carolina in 01. So I'm I'm South Carolina, man. That's where I'm from. Columbia, South Carolina, to be exact. The Met. You got any uh, memories of uh, Denver? Shit, barely, man. I was like, how old was I, bro? Like, oh, because like we moved out of Denver when I was about like three and then to Augusta, Georgia for like mm-hmm. a year and then to Columbia. But the only thing I remember about Denver, bro, is like there was like this big ass 18 wheeler that had like a playground on the back of She was crazy. Like, I just know we used to go outside and get on get on that shit. Like, it was crazy. That's about it. Have you ever been in <laughs> Nigeria where your parents from? Yeah. Um, my first time there was uh, in 2016. I stayed there for like a month and a month and a half, basically. She was crazy, man. Very surreal. That's what's up. What's the biggest? I know the scenery is like completely different, but what's like the biggest difference from there and here? Bruh, everything is different in a way. Even the way the toilet flushes, bro. Like, I mean, like everything <laughs> is a little different, bro. It's it's so weird. But um, shit, man. Really, really, I don't know, man. Like the part of Nigeria that I was staying in looked a lot like L.A. Like, people may, like, think, like, Nigeria is just, like, I don't know, bro. Like, you drive by, you might see a line or some shit, but nah, bro. It's, like, I mean, like, the roads are paved, everything, like, billboards. It's crazy. Like, it was it was very surreal for me to see, too. Like, and even, like, with, like, the wealth that my family has over there is, is also crazy as hell, too. So, I mean, it, was, it, it just felt like presidential living. Like, I felt like a real, like, legit, like, king over there, man. It was crazy. So, like, I really just came back home and then really try to emulate that that life here as well so that's what's up so talking about your past what was your first like memory of like music and like actually like vibing towards it or anything like that damn shit man i want to say like my oldest sister like so she used to get us ready for school in the mornings because like my mom would be working at that time so like We'll always just have on, uh, what was it, like AM MTV or something like that? Like the yeah. music videos that played in the morning. Mm-hmm. Bro, so like, I was like, I was deep into like alternative rock more than anything, like pop and alternative rock because that was my sister's interest. But then um, I want to say it's crazy, like how his name is going around right now. But Kanye, he was the first rapper that I ever like, liked rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard Through the Wire, bro, and I was just blown away. I was just like, no, like... <laughs> this is the one like I remember like it was my oldest brother who put me onto that and then like since then man it's just been like music has been every part of me like from like getting my mom and my sister to buy me like five dollar mp3 players on amazon back in the day 
like begging for an iPod, never got an iPod, but went over my cousin's house and was listening to theirs the whole time. It was, it was crazy, man. So when you first heard music, was it, I know you said you just, you just like instantly kind of fell in love with it. Was it more of the production side that first caught your attention or like you wanted to actually like be an artist? Mm, no, nah, I, th- I just really loved music. I, I just like, it wasn't even like, like at that time, I didn't think that like just anybody can be a musician. Like when I was younger, like I feel like everybody kind of felt that way in a way. Yeah. So like it was kind of rare for somebody that you know to be making music. But shit, I was really on some shit. Like I just really loved like everything about it from the music videos. I think that's what really drew me into it was music videos going with music. Because also like, I also grew grew up watching a lot of musicals because of my family as well. But like seeing like music videos is what really made me like, okay, no, I, I love this. So growing up in Columbia, um, we're not really, we weren't known for like many artists coming out of Columbia. Uh, it wasn't a big mm-hmm. thing, but it is a constant rise and it's going up rapidly, I think. So how, how do you, what's your views on that? How do you feel about that? Man, it's, it's going well right now. I want to say like, I just want everybody to put more pressure, like just apply more pressure. And like, what I mean by that is really just like always staying consistent and trying to do the next big thing and like just stop trying to be trapped inside like what they seen work before like really just go against that in some kind of way like not all the way against it because the will is always going to be around but really just try to have your own version of that but like man it's it's really going crazy bro like really from I want to say since like 2015 when I started doing the reach and stuff like that that's when I really just started like to really see people really like putting in work and really like getting something out of it. And it was just like, damn, like this shit can happen here. Seeing people like my bro Jet blow up and then seeing people like PG getting shiny. He needs like Vino having his rise when he had his time. It was like, bro, like this shit is really up for grabs for anybody. Like it doesn't matter where you're from at this point. So now that we actually have a culture and a, and a brand here in South Carolina, now it's really time to really push that and really make it a big thing. Like, it's just here. Thanks. So you talked about the Reach TV. Talk about how that came together with you, Jebediah, and Final Flash. Because I think that was a man. pretty dope, dope thing that came about. Yeah, man. Those are my bros, man. But um, shit, man. It was, um, what was this? My senior year of 2015. I used to play basketball, like, my whole life. So, like, all I knew was that. And um I think it was uh, it was my teacher in media broadcast. Like she forced me to get in that class, so I was doing the morning show, like doing sports anchoring for like my high school and senior <laughs> year. So like I started like basically like getting acquainted with just being on camera and speaking and like you know entertaining people in some kind of way. So then I really took that and was like, "Yo, I want to have my own show." Like this was after basketball season, because like it's so crazy. Like the timing of everything was so weird. Like my brother came in my room. I was just playing the game with my friends. He was like, my oldest brother, Isaac, I mean, my older brother, Isaac, he came in and he was just like, bro, basketball season's over. Like, you're not about to play basketball in college. So what the fuck you about to do? Like, what you about to do? I'm like, I'm like, damn, nigga. Like, I'm over here playing NCAA, bro. Like, chill. Like, I was just like, dang, all right. Well, yeah, what am I about to do? And then my bro um, just randomly called me out of nowhere and was like, bro, listen to this song. Listen to this song. So I'm listening to it. I'm like, damn, this song's so good and nobody's going to hear it. Like, I was just like so upset about that. And I was like, yo, I'm going to make it a 
a point and a way for people to be heard, like in the city, like just period, like whether it's in the city or across the world, like, I just want good things to be heard. So I was just like, you know what? I'm about to make a talk show and interview people who I see fitting. And then that that's really where it started. And then from there, we had a whole completely different rebrand to doing like event coverage and branching out to having a team in Atlanta, as well as like South Carolina as well. Like it was, it was crazy. So when y'all first sat down and drew up everything, did y'all think it was going to expand as quickly and as big as it did? Shit, man, I ain't going to lie. Um, we thought like <laughs> our young, naive minds, we thought it was going to blow way faster. <laughs> or even just like have a spark way fast because like i mean shit it was um starting out it was me my uh friend iman she was the co-host nami k she went by vincent and my brother's film crew um so like i was just thinking like hell yeah man we got the 106 apart <laughs> man like man, we we about to have this shit going like it was crazy though because like the first day we had two thousand views on youtube like that was like unheard of if it's not a music video something that has replay value like I was just like oh shit like we're we're on our way blah 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 and then that's when the real work began and then it was like oh this is a long race yeah like Mm -hmm. we're nowhere near where we want to be and then like my ideas were just going so crazy and then it was to the point to where it was like I had to hold off on certain things because I wasn't prepared for it so like fun fact shit that brings me to this like I thought of the Reach magazine, like I want to say 2016, like after, like after the Reach was like at least like known as a thing. Like I wanted to drop a magazine. I didn't drop that magazine until 2019, end of 2019 to be exact. So I mean, I just knew like it was a lot of things that I really wanted to do, but I just knew I wasn't prepared to do it yet, and I just took my time with it and let it grow. So you can get into that bag a little bit. Being like creative, like sometimes you gotta. Mm-hmm slow the race down and your your mind has a thousand ideas so how do you balance Mm -hmm. the ideas and the actual product that you're putting out i'm the type of person where it's like if i have a thought and then i can have a full thought of it like i can literally have a start to finish of that thought i have to do it immediately like i can't wait and i have to execute it it has to be done and i think that's one thing that like everybody who works with me and around me like always tells me because it's like they'll have an idea and then it's like, oh, I love that idea. And then I'll go off and like, I'll finish it. And then like a few moments later, like, dang, man, I don't even know if we should go. I'm like, hell no, nigga, we about to go with this idea. It's gonna work. Like, like uh, it happens so many times though, but it's like, as a creative bro, like if you ever do have any idea, you have to at least try it before you scratch it off. Like don't scratch it off. Like you had that idea for a reason. It was a good idea when you thought it. So once it's a finished thought, trust me, it's going to be a good idea still. So what is your what is your thinking space like? What's what's the ideal space for you to sit down, map something out, make a plan? What is your what are you? I guess what are your spot to get in, to get in? Mm, I don't know, man. Like lately, I just I just moved into this apartment. Like you see this fucking TV on the floor, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just moved into my apartment, and um, I have an office in here now. Like. So before it used to just be my bedroom with like a desk in the corner and I would just be like working from there. But like majority of my ideas, man, it's, it's weird as fuck, bro. I just be thinking of them either in the shower or on the toilet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like those are my two throws, man. Like, like literally I, I bring my phone in the shower with me because of how, how much shit I think about in the shower. It's, it's so crazy. But 
yeah, those, those are my ideal thinking places. Other than that, man, it's just like, I just come up with it wherever I'm at. It doesn't really matter. Like, but a place that I like to sit and think is definitely the shower or the toilet. Bro. Those are my favorite offices. So now <laughs> you have, you've branched out, you know, you, you're your own brand. You're Chief IT. That's, that's you. Where did the idea from, I see on your website with the different letters, like the cartoon graphic of the letters. I think that's, it's just dope. It reminds, I think it's like my childhood, but in adult form. <laughs> so like, how did that, how did that come about? Um, Shit, I was, I, one day I was just trying to get a logo for myself because uh, working with Vino, man, like I love that dude to death, bro. But like working with Vino, man, it was like, he really challenged me to really become more of me because he was just so of him. Like he was so him. I was just like, damn, bro, this, this young nigga is like, he's all the way him. Like, I feel like I was being so much of other people that I wasn't really all the way me. So then I was like, all right, but I need to start branding myself as something as well. Not just me being out here. You know what I'm saying? So um, shit, like one day I was just like, damn, I need a logo. And then I drew that C, like the, the C that I have. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then the other, the next day I just drew, I was like about to just start drawing out my name. I was like, let me do an H, let me do an I. I did the H and the I and I uploaded it. And then somebody was like, yo, are you doing a whole alphabet? And I was like, my nigga, thank you. <laughs> I'm about to do a whole alphabet and I'm going to make it a font. Like I'm going to make this available for everybody to use. So then um, I literally just went in and then it took me like, I want to say like solid, two to three months to finish the whole font collection. I even had the numbers, but I didn't even release those yet. But I did the whole A through Z. And then, I don't know, man, it just took off like crazy because I made it available on the website for people to just type in whatever the hell they wanted. And everybody was just like typing in their name or whatever. Then that's where like the the title Use Your Name came from. It's really cool. It's dope. So as like you said, as a creative, you grow. You grow like from mm-hmm. 2015 up to now. So now that you like mm-hmm. established in you yourself, what does that growth entail? Like what what are you, what is your brand? What do you represent now? I wouldn't even say that I'm all the way grown yet, but I do appreciate that. But <laughs> now, nah, like for sure. Um so what what would I consider that branding? Or like what well, yeah, what do you represent now? Mm, I feel like I represent like all of me, like even like the the bad things that I didn't really associate myself with at the time too. Like, I feel like I'm so comfortable with being me. Like I never, I never felt this comfortable in my life. Like I'm really doing something that I love all the way hundred percent. Like I was, I was doing this for free for the past year, but now, you know, I'm getting paid for it. So it's like, really, I'm, I'm all the way me now. Like I'm, it's, it's not necessarily like I'm focused on what others think. I'm not focused on chasing after others anymore. Cause that's what a lot of journalism is. It's literally chasing something like people, physical people. So like once I got out of that world, bro, it, it's really just been like about me and, and my loved ones and my people and like me being, being able to just focus on that. That's for so, sure. And yeah. another thing I didn't get uh, mentioned about, but, Talk about where you got your your uh your dressing inspiration from, because you know you have fits for days. <laughs> I don't see you in the fit like, oh, that shit was dope. But like, what does that come from? Uh, shit, man. You talking about like what I'm wearing now, or like just just anything? <laughs> you know, I don't see you can have some crazy fits on. I think some people would be like, nah, I ain't gonna put that on. But you know, you you can pull it off. So, hey, where did that come from? 
I don't know, man. That like I was really expressing myself through clothing. Like that that's what I was really on. I was just like, I just really did not give a fuck, man. Like <laughs> and like a big part of that was Alex, uh Jebediah Ryder, bro. Like, like that dude and Vincent, little final flash, like they really like influenced my fashion a lot. Like, and and now like the, the type of time I'm on now, like people have been calling this a uniform. Like, I've basically been wearing this same, the same combo like every day ever since I want to say like the end of October. So like, um, like where I got this inspiration from was really just like Steve Jobs and, and like people of that sort who, or like Steven Victor, people who really just keep the same uniform like daily. I was just like, I wonder what would that, that would do for me. So like starting it, I was like confused. And then I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like how I really want to make this come off to people. Like, are people going to think I'm dirty or something? Like, people going to think I'm wearing the same <laughs> shit. But like, and then I just start, I bought like 10 of each thing that I have on, like from the sweater to the collar to the pants, like all types of shit. So I just bought all of those. And then ever since I've been in this, in this style, I can honestly say I've been more focused than ever. Like, I don't have to wake up and think twice what the fuck I'm about to put on. So that's like, I don't know how, but that is like so much taken off of me. And I didn't even think twice about what I wore before, as as you said, like basically. <laughs> but like, it's crazy, bro. Like, I don't know, like this this outfit switch has really got me in a whole new mode. And I don't see myself getting out of this like ever. Like, I'm probably going to be wearing this same shit like 20 years down the line. Bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go on your Might page... <laughs> yeah. you see all the various artists uh and everything on your page just talk about getting getting your team together like what it what mm-hmm. makes somebody a part of your your brand that you want to bring onto your team mm. I, I look at it now as like i'm a part of their team mm-hmm. like so it's 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 really just like i really only associate myself i know this is cliche as fuck but like bro bosses like everybody who i work with is their own boss like they can handle their own shit by themselves at this point like it's whether whether like i help teach them through the things or shit they already knew it like one or the other like everybody who i'm associated with from highway to t-law to xj like those three guys bro like you can put them on the island and everything that they that you've seen them do they can do all by themselves like all over again so like I really just like pride myself on being with people who are certain of who they are and shit, man, just really want to win and genuine people. Like those three guys are like literally like my family. Like <laughs> I only known them for as long as I've been an adult. So it's like not nah, like these dudes are like legit my family. Like none of them I grew up with my whole life. And I can honestly say like I'll take a bullet for those guys, man. Those are my bros. That's what's up. So you said you now you feel like you're because now you're doing something you love and getting paid for it. So just talk mm-hmm. about it as being like an adult and finally not have being stuck in the nine to five trap, you know, like actually mm-hmm. branching out of that. Talk about the experience doing that. Mm-hmm. Shit, I would say like my journey is pretty different than like I want to say the average creative because I only literally worked two jobs in my whole life. And, and both of those were. um well, what years were that? Uh, freshman year in college and sophomore year in college. Um, my freshman year in college, I worked at uh, Best Buy and I was selling um, the appliances and shit like fridges and washing machines and shit. And then my second job was at Coca-Cola factory where I was just like doing crates. But 
man, it's, it's really just like with those jobs, bro, it really taught me that that isn't what I wanted to do to supply like what I'm doing. So I was like, I really looked at it like basketball because I grew up like playing basketball my whole life. So I looked at it like, okay, if I'm literally like me going to work and doing a nine to five to supply my dreams is basically like me just watching film and gaining knowledge and never even playing, picking up a ball. It's like, like it's, it's helping me, but it's not helping me the most it can help me. So I was really just like, you know what? I'm about to sacrifice. I'm I'll be broke. Like, Niggas probably thought I was having like this whole fucking time. Like my nigga, like it's not like I was struggling, struggling, but it was like, I mean, shit, I had my days too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, it was really just like, bro, I took that sacrifice of being broke. Like, and like, thank you God for the family that I have. Like my mom and even my girlfriend from just like helping support me throughout the whole process. And now it's like, okay, I get to really get to work because I know that they got me. And it, it was, it was crazy, bro. Like literally like from my girlfriend basically giving, like not literally handing me the whole checks, but it's like, she's literally paying for food for us going out, like even getting me gifts sometimes. I'm just like, damn, bro. Like she's really allowing me to be what I want to be. Like same with my mom. Like my mom just keeping the roof above my head, like just doing all that, man. It, it really paid off being a creative because I really got to focus on my craft. So how how important do you think it is to have a support system like that? Because your mind's already wrapped around, like you said, a thousand different ideas. So mm -hmm. is that a, I think personally, it's a big help taking that off your mental because now you can just fully focus on what you got to get done. Yeah, no, it's it's the biggest help, right? Because I, I can't even say what the fuck would have been going on if I wasn't focused. Because mm -hmm. like, I mean, even my friends would come around and like, I mean, yeah, we'll, they'll all be playing the game in my room. I'll still be on that damn computer, either editing a video, doing something. And then I could turn around, whoop some ads real quick, turn back around and like, get <laughs> some shit done. But it's like, everybody knew, like I was focused and I was, I was probably the only person in that room able to be focused because of my support system. So like, I really did not ever take that for granted, like ever. So we, are you, what, what type of focus are you? Cause I know if I'm focusing on trying to do something, I can, mm -hmm. my girl has told me I'm, I'm a little mean sometimes I'm like, yo, chill. I need my space. <laughs> what type of focus are you? Are you a just chill, quiet focus? Or are you like a, a dictator when you focus? Oh man. I don't know, man. It's, I, I would give it a dictator vibes when I'm focused and I don't even like that word, but it's like, I'm very, I know, I know what I want and I know what I want to see and I know how I got to get it done. So then it's, it's kind of bossy in a way whenever I'm focused, but I want to say the person who deals with that best are the people's like, like who I work with, like T-Law, Highway, XJ, like they know how I can get and like, they're the like complete opposite. Like when they're focused, they're like quiet, locked in. So it's like the perfect balance. Like I'm that voice and then they're just, they're the hands doing it. Like it's crazy, man. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> where did you get your director mindset from? Like when you're coming up with the video, like where did where did that inspiration come from? I don't know. I always used to um, like if there was like a song that I really liked and it didn't have a music video, I would just be in the car just thinking of how the music video would go in my head. Like dead ass, like word for word, scene by scene. Like I just see like a whole picture whenever I hear music. 
So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's pretty – I don't even want to call it easy, man, because it's so hard for, like, for it to actually come to life on picture. But, like, it's very easy for me to visualize something. Like, I, I think that comes from either watching cartoons or what – I don't know what it comes from, but, like, <laughs> I can literally see a whole world whenever I just hear sounds. So are you a – and what goes back to focus, but are you, like, a – all right, I'm going to sit down, think on this, and we'll jump on that probably like two days later. Or are you like, a? it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I need to write this down because it's in my mind right now. Yeah, I'm that type. Like, I, I have a whole note of, it's just called ideas. And I type, I type down literally every single thing that, like, that comes to mind most of the time. This is from, like, this year so far. And, like, if it just comes to mind, I just have to at least get it down because I know it was a good idea. Like, I feel like everybody who has any type of idea is a good idea. It's just that it has to be executed the right way. So like, shit, I really, I really just hop right on it, bro. I'm, I'm not the type to wait. I hate waiting. It's like my creative urge is like, I don't know. It's like, I'd be calling them like, I got to get a creative nut off. Like I have to, like, it's like, bro, it's like, if somebody said we about to work on something and like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm hype, I'm hype. And then it's like, oh, we're not working on it anymore. I'm like, I got blue balls. Like, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I need to get this off. I need to get yeah. this off. So then I immediately just do something. That's how I started drawing because like some of my ideas couldn't get off. Then I just was like, all right, fuck it. I got to get some idea off. And then I I'm relieved, like. <laughs> So what's yeah. what's next for the brand? Like where where do you see the direction of your brand going? Mm. I don't know. I would say I don't know to the public because I mean it's <laughs> it's literally like that sometimes, bro. Like it's literally just like you don't know where it's gonna go, and then shit, after we get off this call, it might hit me. I don't know. But I know right now, like what I'm doing right now, what I'm building is exactly how I want it to be and exactly how I've seen it. So I'm just going to keep building off of that and then let every step just make the next step. That's how I've always been. Well, getting to the end of the show, uh, my personal favorite number is seven. So I got seven, seven rapid fire questions for you. You got to answer each one within uh -huh. three seconds. All right, bet. No pressure. No pressure at all. Yeah, no pressure. All right. Ready? Yep. Your favorite current artist? Highway. Your favorite food? Mac and cheese. Your favorite author? <laughs> oh, WD the boys. Okay. Your favorite liquor? Mm. Uh. Damn. <laughs> I missed that one. I missed that one. Your favorite clothing brand? Oh, my gosh. That is bad. I don't have one. <laughs> that is horrible. Your favorite really TV show? Mm. <laughs> Fuck, why am I having a brain fart? I watch so much TV, bro. I watch, like That's my favorite hobby to do with my lady, bro. All we do is watch TV. <laughs> I don't even have one right now. And I watch right. a billion shows. The last one is your favorite song right now. My favorite song right now is an unreleased song by Highway. It's called My Shit. And when we drop it this summer, I'm telling you, it's going to take over the summer, bro. Like, and I don't even talk that crazy. 
Trust. <laughs> so you, you got four. You got four Trust. out of seven. I give you that. I give you that. You got four out of seven. All right, but Yo, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you coming appreciate on the show, man. Anything you want to let us know that's coming up? I know you said you're not giving too much details or anything like that, but anything you want to let the people know? I mean, um, just expect to see more of uh, me and my collective that that I'm coming in with, like how a XJT law. Um, shit, man, we just we just inked on some papers, so you know, what I'm saying things about to be pushed to maximum volume. So it's not the last you'll be hearing. Word, word. <laughs> we are, we already know, we already know, everybody know. <laughs> so always on to doing better things, man. I hope everybody's on that same time. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. No doubt, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. No problem.